Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Glad to have this man on. His name is Chris Guerra. He's a trucker from Canada. Uh, Adopt a Trucker founder. is That's his, his uh, organization, Adopt a Trucker. He'll tell us what that's all about. Uh, Chris, first of all, good to see you face-to-face. How are you doing? Really good. Thank you very much for having me on your show. You're very welcome. So I, was, I decided just out of the blue to do a space on Twitter on, uh, on Saturday. We put the space up. You ended up jumping in. A bunch of people came in. I think over 2,000 over the course of a couple of hours. And we got to talking about a lot of things. One of the things is what's happening here. I'm in Texas, so I'm, I'm not that far from the border. Um, we wanted to talk about the battle that's happening on the border, the fact that truckers are somehow involved, and we want to go back and deal with what you had to deal with in Canada as so many of us here we're trying to support you at least morally, if not more than that. So first and foremost, what is Adopt-A-Trucker? What does that mean? Well, Adopt-A-Trucker was a theme I came up with because people were heading to Ottawa and uh, they're going to need a place to stay. They're going to need a place to shower. And I wanted everyone to feel part of it because a lot of people couldn't come to Ottawa. They were on the bridges, on the side of the roads, waving flags. So I figured if people could adopt a trucker and donate, we'd be able to provide food, shelter, and shuttle them around and take care of them as best as possible because they landed and they did their job. Uh, again, Chris Garrett, you can follow him on X at Chris underscore G-A-R-R-A-H is his name. Uh, I, I love that. Now, I just want to reiterate what that whole deal was about with uh, Justin Trudeau and his ridiculous tyranny. Basically said, if you go to the United States and you're not vaccinated, you can't come back, right? Well, exactly. Uh, they wanted to have a QR code. In Canada, we couldn't go on a plane or a train or even cross the border unless we carried this QR code. We couldn't go into restaurants. We couldn't go into theaters. They actually tried to do it in the grocery stores, but there was just too much pushback. It was like being in prison. And a, a QR code said that, that somebody would actually have to scan it, and it said that you did or didn't get the shot? Exactly, yeah. He he divided Canada from the vax to the unvax. They actually did commercials and told people on the radio that if you didn't get vaccinated, you were like a grandma killer and a baby killer. It was I've never seen anything like my life. I thought they were going to put my family in a camp, Joe. Wow. You know, I, I we tend to think in the states that Canada is like us, maybe our little brother, we get a lot more population here and so on, but we think that you have the same sort of freedoms and liberties, but then I looked into your actual you know, this document, you don't call it the Declaration of Independence, but your document of your rights. Canada literally has the ability to shut off that document anytime they want, don't they? Yes, they do. And it was unbelievable. They froze my bank account for 39 days. I couldn't put a dollar on my mortgage. They treated me like a terrorist. I've never been in trouble in my life. Don't have a criminal record. And uh, yeah, it was it was horrible what they did to the people in Canada, Joe. And they did, in fact, freeze your bank account, right? Yes, for 39 days. How did, yeah. they, how did they know that you were part of this sort of very peaceful convoy? How, how did they know? I mean, did they, did they go through truck by truck checking license plates? Did they ask you who you were and then they locked your bank account? How, what, what was the system that they used to find out who you guys were? It was actually sneaker than that. Somebody went in to Give, Send, Go, which was our sponsor, right? It allowed us to collect money and to distribute it to uh, people and use it for stuff. They went in there and they hacked Give, Send, Go. And they put our, they gave our names to all the news outlets, to the police, and they had pictures beside it. It was unbelievable. It was like, yeah, I've never seen anything like it. They actually, well, you guys, you guys first had a GoFundMe, right? Then they, yeah. then they canceled it. Then you went to Give, Send, Go. Did, mm-hmm. Were they able to get the money from Give, Send, Go, or, or did that end up getting to you guys eventually? Well, what happened was, is originally um, the convoy was with uh, GoFundMe, and a lot of stuff happened, and they were able to give the money back to all the donors. And then the give, send, go. There was two give, send, goes. There was one for a doctor trucker and one just for the convoy. And uh, they just froze all the money. 
And uh, I was the only one really got to spend money. I spent about $200,000 on barbecues, flights, pylons, security, music. Uh, we had a special internet unit that we could send it all over Canada. So, you know, again, once they did that, people still kept coming. We just used cash. We gave uh, money to people, to truckers and envelopes. I mean, people were so giving and so kind, Joe. It was unbelievable. You can go to um, warroomcanada.net, and it's War Room, and there are two R's there, warroomcanada.net. Uh, his foundation is called Adopt a Trucker, and, uh, and it turns out it was a very good thing that you put it together. But let me ask you this. We now know that the vax versus the unvax was BS. We now know that those who actually got the shot are more um, adept to or more possibly more readily getting the disease. People who are dying from COVID, many of them are the so-called vaxxed. We know that if you got the vaccine, you couldn't spread it, which wasn't true. There was no reason to keep you away from grandma if she had the vaccine. If you didn't have it, the whole thing was a boondoggle. They lied. They lied big time. They shut down journalism in Canada. They kind of shut it down here. They shut down social media. But now that we're years later, we know that the effects are what they are. And we know that those who are vaccinated are suffering some really bad effects. I'm guessing Justin Trudeau reached out to you and your foundation apologized, right? No, I wish. I mean, we just had a court case saying that what they did was unruly and unconstitutional to the Charter of Rights, but who knows where that's going to go. I mean, to try to sue the government is, is, is hard, right? I mean, who's got money to go to court? I mean, I'm in a $400 million lawsuit. There's 60 of us right now. They said that we went there to um, kill them with diesel fuel and give them vertigo with horns. What? So <laughs> I'm know. sorry. I'm sorry. You guys are being sued. I thought that you were suing the government for a bunch no, of money they're because suing the, us for they're suing you for almost $400 million. Yeah. That, that city of uh, Ottawa, his name is Paul Champ and his ridiculous uh, lawsuit against this is crazy. It hasn't been certified yet, but the agony of through it all and, you know, the affidavits you got to fill out and trying to find a lawyer and thank God for Gibson and go because they're actually helping me with the, the lawyers and stuff. So, you know, thank God you guys have give, send, go, and you have a freedom of speech. And, you know, they're, they're trying to sue the donors. Like, it, it's never ending. Like, uh, I, I saw, I, I, I believe it was a police officer that I saw actually hit a reporter from Rebel News. Um, it, it appeared as though they didn't just say you can't report on this. They were physically barring any journalism from happening. Is that really possible? You can shut down this Charter of Rights and just take away every right, and one man, Justin Trudeau, controls everybody in Canada, really? Yeah, and it's not the first time. His dad did it. So, like, father, like son. And the reason why his dad did it, because somebody did get kidnapped. And But, again, they tried to say that we occupied Ottawa. I mean, we didn't occupy Ottawa. I mean, when someone occupies a country, I mean, it's like war. Um, so... Where they come up with this word occupation, I mean, it just goes against everything. I mean, we we were there to be kind, loving. I mean, we were there to demonstrate uh, that we uh, right. Canadians can protest and have a great time and use our democracy the way it should be. But they didn't allow us. They well, I mean, it's, it's clearly not a democracy when they do what they did. They can't lock down your bank account. They can't stop you from feeding your family. They can't stop you from making a living. It doesn't make any sense to me. And I think people should be lining up and kissing your toes and saying that they're sorry. But they're not. you're right. They're not going to do that because these globalists just want complete and utter control. Even if they're wrong, they still want complete and utter control. Are you an Ottawa guy as it is or did you go to Ottawa specifically for this? I'm not an Ottawa guy. I live about an hour away. I'm originally from Kingston, Ontario. 
So I didn't know much about Ottawa, but when we got there, like people don't realize I was there six days prior before the convoy. I was asked to go there and help set up. And uh, we worked with the police. They phoned me, said, hey, we're the Leons, Leons for the protest. This is our job. And I said, great, because I said, I've never did a protest. We're here to make this peaceful. They said, okay, you have to have the fire lanes open and all that kind of stuff. And I said, look, we're not here to cause any trouble. We'll do everything you say. But as soon as they gave us maps, Joe, they blocked us in with barriers, with trucks. They wouldn't let us bring water in. They wouldn't let us bring fuel. It was on, It was like crimes against humanity against their own citizens. And now, and now the citizens are being sued. Yeah. And like, like I said, I got to tell you, it, it, listen, it sounds like China. It sounds like Cuba. It sounds like North Korea. I'm stunned. This is our neighbor to the north. Yeah, you're 100 percent right. And people don't realize I had over 1500 people register with a doctor trucker that allowed these gentlemen and these women to go into their homes, shower. They shuttled them around, gave them food. Like people don't realize it was Ottawa that allowed this. It was the city of Ottawa that gave it places to put tents. It was the mayor that gave us places to to put all of our stuff. So it's not like we pushed our way through. We didn't try to occupy. They allowed us in, Joe. Was there any violence, any outbreaks, any rioting, any vandalism? You guys must have been tearing stuff up. None. It was bouncy castles. It was uh, hot tubs. It was free pizza. Everything was free. Everything. Mittens, toques, music, hot chocolate, breakfast every morning. It was the biggest party I've ever been in my life. Most kindest. Everyone had a smile. There was every race, every nationality, every religion. We were there to say, hey, leave us alone. We want to be able to do whatever we want with our body. And we don't want to take this vaccine. What's interesting interesting about it is internationally, they were representing you guys as a bunch of bad guys. You were blocking roads and blocking bridges and uh, commerce couldn't happen. And you're going to end up starving the people of Ottawa and elsewhere. When in reality, uh, we've seen the video. We know there's no violence. We know that you guys were all peaceful. We know that you were speaking to media as, as you could, just getting the word out. And, and I think what was lost in all of it is the stupidity of if you go south of the border from between Canada and the United States, drop off your load and try to head back north, you have to have some medical procedure or else Trudeau doesn't let you in. That's actually sick. That's like Mengele. Yeah, well, they went even farther. Like, they tried to say we stole food from the food banks. So I had everyone fill the food banks up. We just gave out free jackets, free... T- like, they told us to stop filling up the food banks. We had people... Come on. Yeah, if you left your restaurant open, Joe, we had people go there and shovel the snow, put uh, uh, the salt down. We gave you free toilet paper because we didn't want you to get overloaded in your bathrooms, people using them. We tried to like, take care of everyone as possible. We had doctors. We had nurses. We had our own security. But put it this way, Danny Bolford, he was the shooter for like Trudeau, like for security. He gave up his job because he didn't want to take it. And he was in charge of security on the floor and up, up at the stage and right we had professionals like wanting to reach out and do whatever they could joe it is um again chris Guerra. go follow him chris underscore g-a-r-r-a-h over on x his uh website is warroomcanada.net and he is he's the founder of adopted trucker i was trying to say susceptible earlier to when it comes to those who got the shot versus not the shot yeah. when it comes to what you see happening here in texas in arizona the southern border of the united states between mexico and the united states the flood of 10 million plus that have come across just in biden's administration what's the thought process in canada and what are your thoughts about truckers, again, getting involved? It seems like you guys and gals are a brethren or a group of people that will stand up for what's right versus what's wrong. You're right, Joe. And you know what? We're the heart. We're the, like, we're the 
people that bring the food in, the TVs. And I just hope that these truckers and these people that are going to be at your border do the right thing. They don't cause any violence. That They just show up, be friendly, bring things, give things, donate, bring food. Like, just make it a fun time and let them know that they're not going to take us over. Let them know that we're here to stay. And, you know, we need you guys to do this right like we did. And if you do, people will know how to protest, how to stand up for their rights. And, you know, I watch your news all the time. I watch your borders all the time. And I'm praying for you guys every day that you continue to do the right thing. And, yeah, I mean, we're, we're most of people who are freedom fighters over here, we're conservative. You know, we, we right. believe in people's rights and, and the right for you to do certain things. We're not forceful, but I mean, come on, Joe, you guys, you, you guys are it. You're, you're the last straw for us. Yeah. Every other country in the world is not like you guys. And well, we, if freedom, we, if freedom falls here, everybody else is in trouble. That's for sure. But I, I've, got right. to know the, I've got to know, Chris, is it 50, 50 in Canada uh, here in America? I do believe in the, in the United States. I believe that we're probably more 65 or 70% conservative if you ask people about issue to issue, although people will identify as more liberal. So I almost get the feeling like the split is closer to 50-50 in Canada. Is it that bad or is it kind of like it is here? There are many more conservatives. You just don't hear from them much. Yeah, you don't hear from them much and they're they're being bought into it. Like, I mean, there was firemen, police, teachers that lost their job. I mean, I can't imagine losing everything that I have to, you know, take a, a vaccine. But I told my wife I was willing to live in a box. I mean, I've never been shamed so much in my life. I'm a Christian and I've told people about Jesus, but I'll tell you, I've never been shamed so much about not taking a vaccine. The way that people treated me, I had people tell me to punch, they're going to punch me in the face if I didn't put a mask Crazy. on. I, yeah, I have a video of a Canadian tire. This guy said he was going to punch me in the face if I didn't put a mask on. Like, And, and that's something, and he was probably wearing a mask, right? Oh, I don't wear masks. No, no, he was probably wearing Oh, one. yeah, he had a mask on, yeah. All right, so he's got a mask on, so he's allegedly protected, although masks don't do anything. But he wanted you to put it on just to make him feel better or what? I mean, if yeah. I mean, my answer to those people is always, you have a mask on, you're protected, don't worry. It doesn't matter right. what I'm doing. And same with the vaccine. Like, you know, people like, hey, if you want to take it, hey, that's great. I, yes. I'll, I'll do it. But if you got it, why do you have to worry about me if it works? A hundred percent. It is uh, Chris Garrett. Go follow him over on uh, X or Twitter, Chris underscore G-A-R-R-A-H. And uh, also his website is warroomcanada.net. When it comes to the southern border battle, the reason I'm asking about the split between conservative and liberal in Canada is I've seen some video of people in Canada going how horrible it is that we don't want all these people to come in, that we should open the borders and let these people, these poor people in, they need a new life. How, do, how, how does the regular Canadian feel about this? Are they more with you and me where we say, hey, listen, we will take immigrants as long as you follow the law. Hey, listen, exactly. we've got laws on the books and we should just follow them. Because the only thing we're really getting out of Canada is this far left-wing crazy people stuff. No, you're 100% right, Joe. We're not prejudiced here. If you're going to come to Canada, we expect you to act like a Canadian. Love your neighbor. Treat them like you want to be treated. Fit yourself in. I mean, go to work. Work hard. Don't go on the welfare system. Like, just be a Canadian, right? And and what that looks like to me is just go to work and be kind to people. And, you know, if you're going to come here, don't come here for the wrong reason because we don't want you here then. 
I mean, Canadians are great people, right? I mean, we have lots of fun. We drink beer, we play hockey, but don't piss us off. No, I, I'm with you. I, I think that I take that seriously. That's true. I used to work in Rochester, New York, so I'm not that far. And I understand the, the mentality and, and it's a good mentality. It's a good solid. We love our country. We love our family. We love our God. And, and uh, why mess with us? So are you feeling any sort of influx there? Like are people coming into the United States and then some of them continuing into Canada or not? Yeah, they are. And, you know, they're pissed off. I've talked to a lot of people coming from India, from over in the States, and Trudeau's lied to them, and they're really, really mad. And I have a feeling they're just going to vote conservative because if they want anything to be real or anything to happen, they need to vote conservative so that they can actually stay here, get some jobs, get some housing. Pierre Paulier says he's going to promise that. I hope he he does what he says. Is he going to win? I love that guy. Is he going to win? I, I hope so, you know, because like, I don't want to put my hope in one man, but he's saying the right things. And if he's actually going to do what he says, Canada might actually work out. Same with Trump, yeah. right? If Trump gets back in, you guys might just make it, right? Well, he'll, he'll <laughs> shut the border day one. He, he knows how to do it. He's done it. He'll just close go. the border down and, and deal with it. I'm the president. That's what I'm going to do. The fact that Biden came in and opened the border is crazy. But one, one more, just last thing, and very quickly, Chris, if you don't mind, I appreciate you coming on. When it comes to your election, is it the same thing? Will it be Trudeau versus Polyev or not? Yeah, that's what it's going to be like. But again, I, I don't know if they're going to cheat like they did with your elections. We got the Dominion machine. Like, yeah. It just seems like Elections aren't fair anymore, and people are really upset in Canada, and we're like they're fed up. But I mean, what do you do? You got the. I mean, here's something people don't realize: during COVID, Trudeau shut down the borders, and he said we couldn't go on trains, planes, or automobiles. But the yeah. Conservative Party in Ontario shut down the restaurants. See, now you got liberal, you got conservative. Yeah, so, it made no sense. Yeah, see, see what I mean? So. You know, and then we got the PPC, which people are afraid to vote for because yeah. he's just a new party. Right. Right. So now they're talking about splitting the vote. I mean, I could go on and on with our. Yeah, I do have to, hey, Chris, and we'll do this again. I've got to run. It's Chris Guerra. Go to Chris underscore G-A-R-R-A-H over on X. I appreciate you coming on. Stay strong, my brother. We'll talk soon. Yeah. Thank you very much. And I'm just praying for all you guys on the border. Thank you. They do the right thing because I know we talked about it on the space that we yes, don't sir. want any violence. Thanks, Hi, brother. Appreciate we appreciate it. you. We're back after this. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pag Show. Really glad that I connected with Chris in that space on X on Saturday. Quite a story. The country, Canada, still going after truckers to the tune of almost $400 million. We'll continue to, f- to follow that. For Polo, for Sam, for Carrie, I'm Joe. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye. This is the Joe Pegg Show.